Hello, this is Pamela Davis. Welcome to episode four of the Well Done Life podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. It's Pamela Davis with the Well Done Life podcast. We made it, guys. It's episode four. So excited to have you with me. It's Monday night, um, February the 4th at 10.43 p.m., and I thought no better way to spend a Monday night than to jump in and pod with you. I hope everyone has had a great week, and if you're just joining this podcast, this podcast is designed to help everyone kind of start to build a community of people where we share our stories together in the hopes that we will each grow and learn from each other. Because there really are no real experts. Everybody's an expert. And I want, hopefully, to share my journey with you so that you can use it as a catapult to share your journey with someone else and to learn from my mistakes. Because I don't want you to go through the things that I went through. I want you to be better than me. And so this is our way of kind of coming together and talking about some things that are on our hearts and growing So last time we met, we were just kind of coming off of the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and uh, the several other uh, people who are friends of Kobe Bryant that unfortunately perished with him in the plane crash. And it was a really heavy time. I have to admit, I'm still feeling a little heavy, but I've learned when processing, you know, you're going to have the highs and the lows and really... This is an opportunity for us to really just kind of take stock of who we are as people and hopefully grow from what we've learned. Because if I would say anything, um, unfortunately, their passing is a reminder of how tomorrow's not promised to anyone and how we have to really live our best lives right now. There's nothing that should be holding you back. So this is our journey of going forward. Uh, Today's episode, I thought, would be kind of uh, timely. I mentioned it last time in my last episodes that episode three was planned to be called um, I Know You're Toxic, But So Am I. And like I said, I kind of shifted because of what happened with Kobe. But I want to bring it back because I had the opportunity to sit down with a friend of mine. Actually, it's the same friend who did the vision board party with me. We met for tea and coffee. And kind of sat down and were just kind of catching up and regrouping, talking about how everyone may have enjoyed our vision board party, what the next steps were. And one of the things that we talked about was toxicity. Because, you know, everyone has this theme, especially going into the new year, which I've mentioned before, where you start to look at, okay, I'm going to cut people off because they're toxic. Or I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to start setting my boundaries, reclaiming my time. I know I'm very good about saying reclaiming my time and all praise and uh, glory due to uh, Congresswoman Maxine Waters for that. But one of the main things that is consistent throughout the year is the label of toxic. So I kind of want to delve into it because... um, I really truly believe that when you're going to label someone as toxic, before you label them, I have to wonder, do you ask yourself, are you the part of the problem? Are you the toxic person? Because I think you have to be kind of toxic yourself to be able to identify somebody else as toxic. And let me kind of step back a little bit and say, you know, 
I'm speaking about this from experience because I'm toxic or I've been toxic, um, especially when I was going through my own journey of becoming more is sure more sure of the woman that I was that I am and it really I think got exacerbated when I was grieving for my dad because I was just in such a struggle at that point that I couldn't really be a friend to people the way that I knew I should be and I didn't know that then so don't get me wrong I had no clue um, I didn't really start to learn that until I went to counseling. And I I really am a strong advocate for counseling because I think, unfortunately, I know in um, the Black community, it's always a stigma associated with talking about your problems. Or they expect you, you know, the expectation is that you're going to go and talk to, you know, God or you're going to talk to your pastor. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that anything is wrong with that because I've spent many a night. I still spend many a night on my knees praying to God for clarity and guidance. And But right then when I realized I needed something different, I knew that God was helping me because God had actually gave me the vision to actually go to therapy because I needed it. And I was miserable. I was so unhappy. And I was starting to think about doing things to myself that I shouldn't be thinking about. Because that's not a, sol- a solution to the problem. It's just, it's an ending. And that was not what I was looking for. So I, I remember the night. I don't remember the date. It definitely was several, several years ago. Um, sitting in my car, stressed out, and calling um, my company's employee assistance line and asking for them to refer me to someone because... I needed help. I was struggling. And really that happened in my caregiving moments. I was really just overwhelmed with taking care of my mom and my sister and trying to process grief. And my mom was really ill at that point, ill to the point where she was like having hallucinations. And I just wasn't clear on what to do. And I wasn't able to articulate to anyone clearly how I was feeling and what I needed and how they could support me. So I really had to step outside of myself and make a decision to either go and try to seek out help or I just didn't want to be here anymore. And ultimately, I I did. Like I said, I sat in the car that night crying and I wound up getting referred to a counselor and a therapist. And that therapist and I would spend many years having conversations, some consistently um, through the year and sometimes not. And if I felt like now I needed to check in, I would go back. But I haven't been actively in counseling for over a year now because I went back for a quick checkup because I wasn't feeling sure of myself and I needed some additional help. So I went back and it was just really affirming to have someone who didn't know me from a can of paint sit up and learn about me and listen to me with an objective ear. And at the same time, I think I truly know, excuse me, that it was God's timing because my counselor had also been in a caregiving situation 
And she was able to utilize some of her knowledge from personal experience to help guide me through the process. She didn't give me all the answers like a magic bullet, but she definitely helped me feel comfortable and learned how and learn how to make clear decisions when you're feeling unclear. And so long story short, or short story long, um, that is actually when I discovered that I was being toxic. Because during that time, I recognized in myself that I was allowing myself to be angry at people for my shortcomings. And I would manifest my anger or frustration or fear on other people based upon my expectations. And if you're going to be toxic, you have to understand the definition of that word. I mean, toxic is a very loaded word. I'm pulling up my phone actually right now because I didn't write it down because I definitely, this is truly flowing off the dome. But when you're being toxic, the definition of it is to be poisonous. Uh, The dumping of toxic waste is the adjective example, denoting or relating to debt, which has a high risk of default. Um, There are so many different layers to toxicity. You know, a very bad, unpleasant, or harmful, a toxic relationship. And uh, in a finance situation, like I was mentioning, denoting or relating to debt, which has a high risk of default, denoting securities which are based on toxic debt and for which there is not a healthy or functioning market. So essentially, you're ba- it's bad, no matter how you slice it. But I think about it more so in the sense of relationships very bad, unpleasant, or harmful. I don't feel like I was very bad, but I definitely know I was unpleasant. And when if I look at it harmful, I was harming myself and I was harming my relationship. So you have to ask yourself at that particular moment in time, hearing what that definition means, have you ever been toxic? And if you are it's okay to admit it because, like I said earlier, I don't really feel like there's anyone that has the ability to say that they've never been toxic. Everyone's been toxic. You just have to understand that the way to get past it is to admit it. And I think that that's the hardest part of it because most people don't recognize it or don't want to recognize it in themselves. They're comfortable recognizing it in other people. But to recognize it in yourself, that's to cast the mirror back on you. And that's something, though, if you want to grow past always having toxic people in your life, per se, then you have to look at where you might be the common denominator. It's funny, I I was on... uh, Instagram the other day and I saw a post about that and I was like that is so true because you know sometimes you'll go through these seasons in life where you're like oh my goodness I'm just I always seem to have toxic people in my life or I just don't understand how this person came to be who I thought they weren't and really in those instances what are you putting out that's attracting that type of energy to you What are you not addressing within yourself that's manifesting that toxicity? Because, you know, it is possible that you're going to have people in your life who are toxic. Those people who suck your energy out of you, who are energy vampires per se, because they're constantly just being draining and harmful to you and not adding value to you. 
but it always will come back to who you are and what your role is in this because you have to take those steps to identify it in yourself. And when you identify it, it's about doing the work. Like I said, I went to counseling, not necessarily for that per se, but in counseling, I learned that I can't have the same expectations for myself on other people. And I do have to understand that people are going through things just like I am. And they're processing it in a totally different way. And if I see a behavior that makes me feel uncomfortable, I'm free to set that boundary with that person and to express myself in an articulate way so that they understand where I'm coming from. And again, it always goes back to that conversation and how many of us are really having true, honest conversations. In the relationship that I felt was damaged by my toxic behavior, it was my toxicity was that I was not able to clearly articulate to this person how I felt they made me feel. They didn't understand what I was going through and they were dumping their problem on me. And I did not unfortunately see value in their problem at the time because I couldn't empathize. I was struggling within myself and I was just, I was just trying to go through the motions. But instead of having a conversation with that person, I, I, I just manifested my insecurities. And then at that time they manifested theirs And unfortunately, there had been so many other unspoken things between us that came out in the course of that argument, because you know it was an argument. This wasn't a civil conversation, that too much was said, and things can be forgiven, but they can never be forgotten. So relationships wind up getting permanently damaged, when in the long run, it should have been conversations that had been occurring because friendships go in highs and lows but because we weren't having real honest conversation with each other it just it went low and it never came back up Um, ultimately we were able to talk again in a civil way and try to you know work through some things but it never was the same because you know words have power and when you say things in anger Trust gets violated on both sides and you never can go back sometimes to where you were before. And I think both of us were just unwilling to try to work on the relationship anymore. So it just became one of those things that unfortunately a friendship was lost. And for me during that time, I was hurt by that loss. It was like grieving another death. And it really just made me recognize that I don't want to have those type of feelings anymore. That person and I had been friends for over a decade. And to lose our friendship because we weren't communicating, we were having a toxic relationship, it was just very unfortunate to me. So it showed me moving forward that in my relationships, it's very important that I guard my energy and set my boundaries And I try to have as much open dialogue as I can. And believe me, it's it's still a process as a part of doing that work because I do tend to be a little bit more of a compartmentalized person when I'm dealing with things. And so I'm not an open book all the time with sharing, even though I'm trying this out now with you and I'm being an open book. Um, So it definitely 
made me have to do a self-assessment. And at the same time, when I was going through, I made a point to really try to read a lot of different books. Um, So in regards to like The Secret and a few others that I'll make sure I put in the show notes so that it can help me be better. And uh, growth is a continuous process. This isn't like something that, like I said, it happens overnight. It's not a magic bullet. Toxicity manifests in times of insecurity, in times of fear, in times of anger. And it's all about just being sometimes able to stop and check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because once you're in it, you're just as toxic as that next person going through it. So like I said, it's just, it's kind of one of those things, you know, when you're getting ready to throw out that word of toxic, are you shining the mirror back on yourself? Are you looking at how you can be better? And if you're not, are you working on it? Do you want to work on it? And asking yourself those questions, because as you get older, believe me, it is so important to self-assess where you are, because like I said earlier, when we first started, Time is fleeting, and you don't want to ruin relationships unnecessarily. You don't want to cut people off unnecessarily when it may be just you that you need to cut off. So just something to kind of think about. And like I said, don't get me twisted. There are some toxic people in the world, and you still need to do that work, excuse me, because you need to learn how to accept set boundaries. So I don't want it to make you feel like, hey, it's all about you. It's all your fault. No, no, no. We've all had toxic people in our life. But I think just stop throwing out the word so frequently. Throw it out when it needs to be thrown out. And then take an action about it. Because, and do it on both sides. Forgive yourself for letting this person in and invading your peace and space. And then forgive that person for having that issue or that feeling or that insecurity or that need that creates that toxicity in them where it manifests into your life. So it's, it's give and take. Um, but again, this is definitely just a beginning conversation. Toxicity is not something that you can wrap up in a pretty bow in 20 minutes and solve the problems, but it's just something that I want you to think about. And if you've been toxic or you have an idea of something that you've done to help you address toxicity in yourself and in other people, please share it because that's a key thing as we go along in this journey. Remember, this is me. This is all of us. We're in this together because no one's an expert. Everybody has learned something along this journey. And I want you to share so that we can all grow together. Um, I'm also getting my life together finally with my socials and my potting. So you guys can reach out to me now by email at the well done life at gmail.com have my own gmail y'all so coming up coming up and uh, again you can still reach out to me at i am pamela l davis uh on twitter and pamela l davis on instagram or pamela davis on facebook i will check out the book now here and there trying to grow trying to grow so i hope that this has offered some value um next time we'll definitely continue on in the journey And I look forward to sharing the feedback with you guys that I receive. And don't hesitate to reach out, follow, like, and share. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Look forward to next time. Have a wonderful rest of the week.